Winters. Happy Taylor Swift's Midnight Release Day to all who celebrate. Yes, we are here. We survived. We did it. We are lucky West Coasters, so it is only 10 p.m. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amateur hour over here. Mm-hmm. Well, I recently heard on a different podcast that it's Chuggy to introduce yourself, so I'm not going to do that this time. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to roll with that. Um, happy Thursday slash Friday, depending on what time zone you're in. We just finished our first listen of Midnight's. All the I'm way through. Overwhelmed, so. Start to finish. Mm-hmm. I had my headphones in, so it was just really blasting at full Same. volume. Same. Let me pull up the track list here. Should we go one by one? Or let's oh, let's do top three based off first listen. Okay, very first listens. I'ma say Antihero. Okay. Midnight Rain and mm-hmm. Labyrinth were my favorites. Wow, okay. So we're different at this time. But second, yeah. second listen might be different. Yeah. I really like Lavender Haze. Oh yeah, that song was sexy. True. Honestly. Um I think Vigilante shit. Oh, that was villain era. Yeah, because Reputation has my heart. Because mm-hmm. it's the one Taylor Swift show I've seen in concert. Mm-hmm. But I also liked... I think Vigilante shit and Midnight Rain are tied at this time. Okay. Midnight Rain was quite... Oh, it was stellar, that first listen. Yeah. But I, And then I would say my third is Mastermind. Okay. Mastermind was really good. Hmm... I'm trying to. I feel like I have a pattern. I always like the first songs of her albums. Like, I am no, never a first song girly. Like I usually like the weird obscure ones, and then mm-hmm. I circle back to really enjoying the first well, song. Let's circle back to what all of her track ones have been. So Taylor Swift debut album, Tim McGraw. Of course, that's the one that played on the radio. Mm-hmm. That was like the first Taylor Swift song I ever heard. Fearless track one is Fearless. It's a banger. True. Fear Speak Now, we've got Mine. Remember that music video? Yes. That's classic. And then Red's first track is State of Grace. That's a good one. 1989, Welcome to New York. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Reputation with Ready For It. Okay, that one's probably not one of my top. No, but it's such a good first song, though. Exactly. And I really love, I think this is one of my favorite off-lover albums, because I, I play it to get the vibes up. I forgot that you existed. Mm. I forgot that you existed. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Oh, and then Folklore is, of course, the one. And Evermore's Willow, I think. Yeah, Willow. So. I wouldn't put any of those, like, on my top of any of those albums. I just really? guess I'm not, like, a first song. It's fearless. Yeah. Not even fearless. Or I mean. I forgot that you existed. 
Well, Fearless, that album has The Way I Loved You, it has Tell Me Why, it has Forever and Always, so I would put Fearless, like, below all of those, you know? That's true, Forever and Always is probably my favorite on that one. Yeah, or which one? I forgot that you existed. Is like, you. it's Lover, you have Cruel Summer, you have The Man, you have Death by a Thousand Cuts. I just... And- like they're all bangers. And the heartbreak prince. They're all yeah. bangers, but they don't uh, they don't really ever end up at the top of my list. That's fair. Yeah. I guess not mine either, except for probably Lover. Well no, yeah. that's not gonna be number one off Lover, but it's probably top three. Up there. Yeah. Anywho, Sir Gloomback. <laughs> Sorry. So we've got our th- top three down. What other honorable mentions would you like to make? Honorable mentions. Oh, God. Um, Vigilante shit is so good. It's so good. It's going to um, be my new I'm in the car. I'm in the car. This is what we're listening yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Song. Um, I also really loved Bejeweled. Karma. Bejeweled oh, was a good one. Um, Snow on the Beach was Lana's verse on her stolen laptop. Or was she always supposed to be in the background? I think similar to how most of Taylor's features are, she is supposed to be background. That's why I said before we started, because I unfortunately did hear a snippet of it via illegal people on TikTok. Oh, fucked up. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly how um, I expected it to sound. So I don't think it's my favorite. Lyrically, it's good. I don't know. I just feel like at this time it's on the bottom of my list, but we might. Me too. Mind. Um, lyrically, I liked it. It did feel kind of like. I don't want to say simple because that's not what I mean. Um, there's a word for it, and I can't put my finger on it. We wanted it to be a show stopper. Yeah, Sorry, just I guess just the words. lyric like like show on the beach, weird but fucking beautiful, like basically sums up the whole song and every line in the song kind of feels like yeah the, saying that line. like saying that line several times you know it's the most repetitive it's definitely think. like repetitive theme wise it doesn't i feel like it doesn't draw as deep as the other ones which is fine i did like the line in still on the beach um your Ooh, eyes are fucking beautiful yeah, but also your eyes are like flying saucers from another planet. Where's that in it? Hang on, I'm scrolling. That's the bridge. I'm trying to find it. Where's two? It's a very ethereal bridge. song. Oh, yes. It's very ethereal. Also, when oh. it first started, I thought this was like a Bridgerton episode or something. It really did feel like it. I think what is most... The line that's most peculiar to me is, now I'm all for you like Janet. Yeah, who's Janet? Who's Janet? This reference also, is like, going over my head. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to turn to Twitter. Who's Janet? Is Janet, <laughs> is, is Janet the new Becky? <laughs> uh, Only OG Taylors know that one. Oh, someone said, 
I really apologize if you just hear me swallow that last chug of wine. Someone said the they were think they think it's the Janet Jackson song "All for You," because the line says "All for You" like Janet. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, I understand now. Oh, I also really liked question. Sorry. Oh yeah, question was good. Should we go like? One by one. One by one and pick out yeah, our favorite like lyrics. Yeah, just like we did for Harry. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so obviously Lavender Haze is number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which maybe. I think I was just purely panicking pure, due to pure excitement at this time, so I really need to listen to this one again. Yeah, it really gets you ready for the album, though, when she starts by saying, meet me at midnight. You're like, I'm here. I'm ready. Talkie talkie go viral. I just need this love spiral. <laughs> okay, so good. Okay, moving on to Maroon. So, this one really felt... I've seen people comparing Midnight's as, like, Reputation and 1989's Baby. This song is what felt like that. Like, this is the love child. Yes. In my yeah. mind of reputation in 1989. Your roommate's cheap ass screw top rose. Beautiful. Hell yes. Laughing with my feet in your lap. So good. Yeah. When you splashed your wine onto me and how the blood rushed into my cheeks. First date vibes. Mm hmm. The lips I used to call home, so Scarlet, it was maroon. Again, with the red references. There is no bridge. Oh, wait, yes. there it is. Yeah, there is. And I wake with your memory over me. That's a real fucking legacy, legacy. And I wake up with your memory over me. That's, yeah. A real fucking legacy to leave. I mean, mic drop. She didn't have to put much into that. It's so good. I love that. And then also... The mark you saw on my collarbone and the rust you, that grew between telephones. It's really painting, like, um, her reference to them spilling their wine on her. Like, the permanence of it, mm -hmm. of that feeling. Unless you have wine away, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, quick pause. Let me pull back up her Instagram. Her and Jack wrote every song, right? Jack is on every song, yes. Um, Zoe Kravitz is on a couple. I'm, I'm actually curious to see... To remember with ideas and had written a few things we love, but Midnight's actually really Jack and I found ourselves back in New York alone recording every night, staying up late and exploring old memories and Midnight's past. So Zoe Kravitz wrote mm -hmm. on Lavender Haze and I believe one more. Yeah, oh. near the end. I don't know which one I'd have to pull it up. Oh, I thought she did, but she's actually only credited on one. Oh, the leak that came out must have been fake then, because I thought it was yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I know people keep saying visual album at 3 a.m., whatever. I don't think that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, what one are we on? Antihero. Anti-hero. Oh, yeah, this one, 
I'm real stoked for the video tomorrow morning. Yes. Um, this one was very much so sad song, happy vibes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Are you joking? Oh, as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, oh, man. Sorry, I was just reading the lyrics again. It's just so dark. Too big to hang out, slowly lurching towards your favorite city. Pierced through the heart, but never killed. Did you hear my covert narcissism? I disguise as altruism. Like some kind of congressman. Hell yeah, Taylor. Ouch. That's a good one. Do you think when they're songwriting, are they under any influences? Because there was references. Oh, this this album, Confirmation, Taylor's a stoner. Honestly. Oh, hell yeah, Honestly. Taylor. Cheers. <laughs> um, I was convinced of that as soon as I heard Labyrinth, but we'll get to that song. We'll get there. But yeah, confirmation for me. Also, in the teaser trailer, she... Um, can't talk. She was smoking, and she like... Oh, I didn't catch that. It was like lavender smoke. Oh. And she made like it was like min- like the midnight's clock out of it or something. The, sh- the shots were what caught my attention. Oh yes. I have this dream. My daughter-in-law kills me for money. She thinks I left them in the will. The family gathers around and reads it, and then someone screams out. She's laughing up at us from hell. Is this? Where a Taylor Swift song, from? or is this therapy? Also, yeah. <laughs> are we paying for therapy, or are we paying for Taylor? Both. Um, <laughs> so, I have... I lost my mic. I have a couple comparisons. This one, this one for me, mm-hmm. is for the Mirrorball girlies, but also the Satellite girlies. Good point. You I know? I really like this one. Mm-hmm. It's that broken, depressing, <laughs> but hopeful. And similar to Satellite, it's going to grow on me to be number one, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, shall we move on? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay, yeah. we already did that one. Snow on the Beach, we're skipping it? Yeah, we already kind of did it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you're on your own, your kid. Own kid. So, this there's one I this got overwhelmed during it, and I think I blocked out the second half. Yeah, there's a song from my emo days. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the Offspring called "You're Gonna Go Far, Comma Kid," and this one is "You're on Your Own, Comma Kid," mm-hmm. and honestly, there's a lot of overtones that kind of match up. So I'm just kind of wondering if Taylor Swift's a closeted emo kid. Oh, for sure. Anyways. I think any creative person nowadays is Mm -hmm. an emo kid at heart. In some way. There's that influence somehow. Mm -hmm. I gave my blood and tears for this. I hosted parties and starved my body. 
Like I'd be saved by a perfect kiss. The jokes are funny. I took the money. Cool. The pre-chorus. The pre-chorus from sprinkler splashes to fireplace ashes. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry, I got ahead. I was down a little further in yeah. the bridge. You're on your own, kid. You've always been. Damn. I think this is probably the most relatable song. Yeah, it paints a picture of growing up. Coming of age. Um, this one's like depressing but comforting in a weird way. Depressing yet healing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better way to put it for sure. Okay, next up we've got Midnight Rain. My number two, I think. Yeah. I think this is also my number two. So we that's our this is our mutual. And I, I feel like that's pretty across the board. Common for us. Yeah. yeah. I think the intro for this one was what? One May Over. It was so good. Mm -hmm. Okay, just starting in the in the intro. He wanted a, bro a bride, but I was making my own name. Chasing that fame, but he stayed the same. All of me changed like midnight. Ooh, I broke his heart because he was nice. He was sunshine. I was midnight. Hell yeah, Taylor. He wanted it comfortable. I wanted that pain. He wanted a bride. I was making my own name. Hell yeah. Make your own name. Mm-hmm. T-Swizzle. And then the outro. The last lines. Some kind of haunted and I never think of him except on midnights like this. That's a good one. Um, what's next? Question. question. Oh, yeah, I really like question. I got really amped up for question. Good yeah, there was a lot of one-liners. Wrong choices. It's getting now. Go stand in the corner and think about what you did. True. Anything stand out for you? Um. Fucking situation, circumstances, miscommunications is good too. Can we just talk about how Taylor Swift says fuck now and it's the best thing ever? I feel like I, the minute I heard Taylor Swift say fuck, I like. And Dickhead was pretty good. Oh, yes. yes. Um, let Agreed. me see. There's so many lines in this one that I remember. The one that jaw dropped for me was fucking politics and gender roles. Oh, wait. We'll get there. The oh, first sorry. one, the first one was in the first verse, and she said, "You painted all my nights a color I've searched for since." That one's so good. And then in the chorus, "Did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room?" Isn't that one of the sneak peeks we got? I think so. She was on your mind with some dickhead guy. It was one drink after another, fucking politics and gender roles, and you're not sure, and I don't know, got swept away in the gray. <laughs> Me at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, of course, she comes in with a bridge. Does it feel like everything's just, like, second best after that meteor strike, and what's that? I heard that you're still with her. That's nice. I'm sure that's what's suitable. And right, but tonight. And then she keeps going. Who do we think that's about? 
I don't know, because my mind gets stuck on the politics in generals. Could it even be about, like, isn't her dad pretty conservative? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's what I got out of Miss Americana, the Netflix talk. Oh, yeah. I don't know, questions get- maybe I'm already reevaluating movie questions moving up in my list. It'll all change. It'll all change. I think. Okay, do we get into it? Let's get into vigilante shit. The first, the first fucking line. Draw the cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. Mm-hmm. Mm. So good. I don't Lately. dress for women. I don't dress for men. Lately, I've been dressing for revenge. Absolutely, and I love that Taylor and Harry are on the same cryptic almost what would you say what would you call this genre they're on mm-hmm. i don't start shit but i can tell you how it ends she gets the house gets the kids gets the pride picture me thick as thieves with your ex-wife amen a repeat question but who do we think that is about or is it just not is jack antonoff divorced I don't know. He's engaged to actress Margaret Qualley. I thought he was married before, though. Um, driving in your bends lately, she's been dressing for revenge. Yep. 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 Oh, I also love ladies always rise above. Ladies know what people want. Someone sweet. And kind and fun. The lady simply had enough. Mm-hmm. The line following that was one of my favorites. Where she goes, he's doing lines and crossing all of mine. Or he was doing lines and crossing all of mine. Mm-hmm. And then the white collar crimes line. Yeah. Bejeweled next? Yes. This one was so visual so descriptive i hope she does a video for it i think that the teaser video with the cape mm-hmm. and the hood that was like bejeweled i feel like that is probably mm-hmm. that was my first thought that or vigilante shit because i feel like a vigilante would wear a hood true for some reason all i could think of when i saw the hood was did you watch Arrow on CBS? Yeah. yeah, that's all I could think of. When I, saw that. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't think I ever finished that show, and I have to circle back. I think I skipped to the end because it got bad. Yeah, that's why I stopped watching it. Unfortunately, I liked the line in this one: "Familiarity breeds com- contempt." Mm-hmm. Did you have any highlights on this? Not really. Oh, I do like how she brought up how, like, things can be unfair. Like, um, the line did all the extra credit, then got graded on a curve. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. That really screamed public school to me. (laughs) (laughs) Are we on to your fave labyrinth? Yeah. Oh, one more line. One more line in Beach I really liked, um... 
I made you my world. Have you heard? I can reclaim the land and I miss you, but I miss sparkling. I can reclaim the land. So good. Okay. Yes. Labyrinth. Confirmation. Taylor Swift's a stoner. Oh, this yes. Song. I'm, ready. I'm ready for your analysis. Is not much theorizing behind this other than I really wished I was high while listening to it. I can imagine she was high while writing it. And then the one line, breathe in, breathe through, breathe deep, breathe out. I mean. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Also, can we talk about the icon she is for quoting herself in her own speech months before the fucking album came out? We have. We knew there had to be a secret in there. We just can't, couldn't figure it just out. Just went right over our heads, didn't it? Mm-hmm. She was all in there with her little secrets. And didn't yes. Feel the need to share. Um, this one, another comparison. This is for the clean girlies, like myself. I um, agree. This is probably the the most similar. To it gave me clean vibes. Same feelings. Same um, lyric, like. Clean feels like a deep breath out. And yeah. I would say this is what the yes. that version of the... Does that make sense? Yes. Um, like the lyrics. Um, it only feels raw right now. Lost in the labyrinth of my mind. Break out, break free, break through, break down. You would break your back to break me... To make me break a smile. So it's same feeling, different outcome. Clean, mm-hmm. she's getting over somebody. This one feels like she's falling for somebody again maybe or yeah. somebody or she's falling in love post a breakup because in the first verse there's the line I'll be getting over you my whole life yeah like 10 months sober I mm-hmm. just because I'm clean don't mean it mm-hmm. is that right yeah 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 it's and really the apologize. and then the repetition of the last chorus and how it kind of like fades out it was just very reminiscent of clean i loved it i would love to close my eyes and hear that live and just like vibe with that if she is doing tour which seems like she is we'll find out soon enough Mm -hmm. i don't think we're gonna be okay i don't either but this is a dancey album, so mm-hmm. pair this with Lover, I'm ready. I am but ready. I will be there. <laughs> I went to Reputation, I rolled my fucking eyes out the whole time. So <laughs> just so you know. And we were in, like, basically the last row. There was about five rows of seats behind us, and that's all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was still the most magical concert I've ever been to. <laughs> okay, what's after that one? Karma, right? Also, Track like, 11. Before we get into it, I'm still a karma believer. I think there was <laughs> an, an album that will never see the light of day of. Not necessarily called karma, but something that was supposed to happen before Reputation. I do think that. Because there was this one interview, and she talked about it in a completely different manner than what Reputation was. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, let's dive into it. Karma. Okay, my first thoughts before we dive into these lyrics on karma. One, mm-hmm. only Taylor fucking Swift would compare karma to a cat purring on her lap. I'm sorry. And only so her true. could get away with it. Truly. 
I do think this song Karma was for the fans that do believe in the karma theory from the man video. Okay. okay. Do you know I don't I don't know if I'm a believer or not. Mm-hmm. Truly. It's fair. Um fair. I just think karma is a reminder that she is just focused on her life, her shit, her writing, her craft, and minds her own business. And so Karma's her friend mm-hmm. because she's just there. Like, she's not just there. She's Taylor Swift. But she exists in this yeah. world that tries to bring her down and she's just doing her own thing. For sure. Like, it's nice to have a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Like the line, you're talking shit for the hell of it, addicted to betrayal, but you're relevant. Basically, like, that's just tossing shade at people in the industry who are addicted to um, the drama of it all and Mm -hmm. getting wrapped up in the content. Um, on page six in TMZ. Yeah. And then she goes in to say, karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Karma's a relaxing thought. Are you envious for you that it's not? And that to me just sums it up right there. It's like, like, hey, look yeah. at me. I'm one of the most successful people in the world, and Karma's my friend. The um, Spider Boy King of Thieves was one that really. Mm-hmm. And I keep my side of the street clean. You wouldn't know what I mean. So true. Yep. Especially as of late. And then, so she's so subtly making that reference. Um, Mm -hmm. But then in the bridge, she's just like, if you didn't get it, this is what I mean. (laughs) Um, And she says, ask me what I learned from all those years. Ask me what I earned from all those tears. Ask me why so many fade, but I'm still here. Oh, yeah. Drop mic. Um, especially when it comes to, like, the media in general. Mm-hmm. I also really like the line I kept, like, thinking about post-listen was, sweet like honey, karma is a cat. It's just very... It's very Taylor. <laughs> it's very Taylor. But it also makes sense at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then her takes. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say. Um, her subtle flex when she said, "Karma is the guy on on the screen coming straight home to me." Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um. My about the honey is honey yeah. takes time, thought, energy, but karma, like a cat, is quick. Right. Quick, comforting. Okay, next up we've got Sweet Nothing. I thought it was fine. I don't know. It wasn't a standout for me at this time. I think I'm going to circle back to this and it's going to make me cry. But for mm-hmm. during the first listen, it wasn't like oh. a standout for me. Fully agree. I do think this is going to be a song featured in Summer I Turn Pretty for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I picked up last year, like, deep inside your pocket, like, a, a Conrad belly hanging out on the beach vibe. Yeah. 
Like they said, the end is coming. Everyone's up to something. I found myself running home to your sweet nothing. Quick clip to their wedding. <laughs> All right. So this song coming after Karma for me mm-hmm. is like so genius and so. Um... What is a Wicklow? <laughs> I think because it's it's capitalized on the lyrics. I feel like it's a town. Or something. Or a story or something. Does it ever miss Wicklow sometimes? Yeah. Because it says it's... Because they're talking about a pebble that they picked up last July. We almost forgot it. Does it ever miss Wicklow sometimes? So it's probably like a town. What what does Google say? Wicklow. It's a town in the Republic of Ireland. Wow. A plus, Alison. Great. Good job there. This coming after Karma is a poetic um, masterpiece, basically. Um, Because specifically, the bridge says, Industry disruptors and soul deconstructors and smooth-talking hucksters out glad-handing each other. The voices implore you should be doing more. To you, I can't admit that I'm just too soft for all of it. So is this... Joe talking to Taylor or Taylor talking to Joe about media? I think it's her talking to Joe. I think it honestly might be a back and forth conversation. Because if what Twitter is saying is true, Joe wrote the bridge and everything for this. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like he hasn't written enough songs for us to know like his tone I feel like it could be either of them but industry disruptors and soul deconstructors is uh feels like a Taylor line for feels sure. like a Taylor line the last but not least okay so this one is probably my number four but I feel like it's gonna creep its way up for me because I really liked it I really liked it and even just like reading some of the lyrics back like honestly i'm in my mastermind era Mm -hmm. let's be honest i couldn't lose there was the okay the one lyric let me pull it let me just let me just get there because i think this probably slapped us all in the fucking face where is it no one wanted to play with me as a little kid so I've been scheming like a criminal ever since to yeah, make that them. Made me want to cry. To make them love me and make it seem effortless. This is the first time I felt I need to confess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that made me want to cry, which is why this one's my number three, right? That's what I said. Yeah, and yeah, even just looking at this, like I feel like on second listen, this is gonna work its way up for me. Um. Oh, verse 2, where she says, You see, all the wisest women had to do it this way because we were born to be the pawn in every lover's game. So true. Um, It's so good. I feel like this song, for me, just feels like every one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs, like, wrapped mm-hmm. up with a tight little bow. Like, it, it's, oh, it's in that same yeah, feel. Like, it provides that same feeling. Kind of like how Miss Americana was um, only the young. I feel like if she were to do another Netflix film, which we'll find out at 3 a.m., 
it would be called mastermind right yeah yeah i think so i feel like it sums up a lot of the feelings of the whole album like yeah how she knows that she's all of these things and she's kind of planned it like if you fail the plan you plan to fail and that mm-hmm. reference to like no one wanted to play with me like like as a little kid like she's been planning for this like she's been um conceiving this since she was a little kid mm-hmm. um this like attitude that she has this these walls that she has these things that she has so i feel like it's a perfect like last song and to reference mm-hmm. our conversation earlier about me not being a first song girly i am a fucking last song, <laughs> last song girly, girly at the, day. At the end of the day yeah let's do a last song review really quick okay okay first song on debut last song on debut i feel like this this one doesn't song on debut is gonna be teardrops yeah but it's the pop version which is good but i feel like a perfectly good heart yeah which i love that song underrated it's great and then fearless, fearless, we've got change, a mm-hmm. banger. I like that one a lot. And then Superman is speak now. No, or speak now is long, long live. live. No, because this no. is the extended version, right? Oh, on deluxe, oh, ours is, but um, um, long live is original. And long live when she fucking re-records long live. That will become my personality. My whole personality. (laughs) Me and you. So good. Oh my god. Red. Oh, you're still going. (laughs) We will be remembered. I love long live, especially the live version. It's so good. Okay. Red. Are you kidding Mm -hmm. me? Begin again. Oh, man. Okay. It's fine. It's not my favorite. Oh, I love beginning it. Okay. Clean is, of course, 1989. Which is... Was... Was... As... So, I guess my theory continues. Labyrinth Mm -hmm. is for the clean girlies. Clean is... August is for the labyrinth girls. Whatever. Whatever. They're Um, all intertwined. Reputation is New Year's Day, where I'm gonna be bawling my eyes out at love, any given time. Love, lover. <laughs> the last song is Daylight. Hell yeah! Also a banger. Mm-hmm. Folklore. We've got Hoax, which well, that's fine. Is fine. It's a great last song though. And Agreed. then Evermore, featuring Bonnie Bear. Well, yeah, yes. for that one. A lullaby, that. please. Almost every day. So, see, I'm much more of a last song girly, let's be honest. But if we want to sum up so, who ex- precisely what I am, I'm a... <laughs> I'm like a track nine-ish gal. Like, I'm like the mid-album, like, just got over the... You know, yeah, yeah. I, that's usually where I land, but I don't know. It really depends for me. I'm kind of all over the place. It also depends on the artist, but most artists have that same like um, continuation of things because that's how the best albums go. 
So, what is satellite on Harry's house? Third? To Let me just pull that up. Correct, third to last. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> I would say I'm second half of the album girly most of the time. Yeah, I, like that... That third, fourth to last, like, sweet spot is usually where I land. Um, I'm gonna see if that theory holds up really quick. Let me see, let me see, let me see. <laughs> I still haven't listened to, like, the new 1975 or anything. Okay. I point already proven wrong because my favorites on Lover are, like, in the middle-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Red. Yeah, Red. Okay, so, yeah, I'm middle to end of the album. We'll just say that. We'll just say that. Any more thoughts, feelings about the album? Oh. Not about yet, the but... overarching album? Mm-hmm. Again, with my comparisons, but this whole album felt like the 13 Bastard Children of False God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a great, great analogy. Um, Um, Okay, well, that's it for now. We'll probably reconvene at midnight. Yeah. It's till 50 minutes. Yeah. We're about 50 minutes from midnight. Cheers for 50 minutes. Okay. Bye. Welcome back to the cock table. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We We now have our filthy paws on the 3 a.m. edition of Midnight's, which is seven more songs. Seven. Seven. She dropped 20 tracks. Sister album theory is kind of standing. It's basically another album. Yeah, hundred percent. An EP per se. Exactly. So just to run through those track titles, we have The Great War, Bigger Than the Whole Sky, Paris, High Infidelity, Glitch, Would Have, Could Have, Should Have, and Dear Reader. I personally loved each and every one, but I'm fucking obsessed with The Great War. Interesting. I need to listen to that one some more. My favorites right now, I think, are... I think I have four favorites. That's not a lot. <laughs> um, I like Would've, Could've, Should've a lot. High oh, arguably, arguably, Would've, Could've, Should've is up there. As one of her best songs ever. Ooh. In my personal opinion, all too well. I and what else should I? Okay, listen to it like five more times. <laughs> okay, well. The first we... time I listened to it, sobbing. Really? Well, not sobbing, but definitely cried. Definitely crying. When she went, give me back my girlhood. It was my first. It's true. Oh. Um, so that one, High Infidelity and Paris, I think are my favorites right now. Coming in close is Glitch, though. I haven't listened to Glitch as much. Um, 
I do like Paris a lot, though. So, is what's your top three on from the seven bonus? Um, top three would likely be the Great War, what have could have should have, and Paris. Okay, tough question. Now that Midnight's has come out, what is your Vecna song off Midnight's album? Midnight Rain. I agree. I think that one's my favorite overall. It is stuck in my head every second of every day. That one and um, Lavender Haze. I don't know. It's like those two are just like a constant mashup repeat in my mind. Um, but yeah, Midnight Rain, that, the voice at the beginning gets me hyped. I love it. It's so good. Is, do we think it's her voice or somebody else's? Yeah, it's I hers. think it is hers. I think she, it's just warped. I like it. I'm curious how that one, how she'll do that one live. If they'll just play something or if it'll be a backup dance or backup singer, <laughs> not dancer, sorry. Oh, doing the... Mm-hmm. The deeper one. vocals, yeah. It's definitely one I'm excited to hear live. I just think vocally it's so fun. I love the different, like, da 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 Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, yes. Just like that. yes that's a perfect like rendition <laughs> um any other last thoughts opinions on midnights i have a very seemingly unpopular opinion about midnight and that is that it is as a whole, better than folklore. That is a hot take. I don't know if I'm ready to say that. I will say Midnight's is what I, the expectation I had in my mind. A dreamy, cathartic, more mature version of some of her other songs. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't sure if she would do, like, more synthy, 80s-inspired pop, or if she'd go... The more like acoustic pop folk route, um, and I'm glad she did what she did because I think it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love songs that are deep and kind of sad and depressing um, with happy beats. That's kind of my brand. I was an emo kid through and through, so um, I love to be sad and dance at the same time. Exactly. I think that's why I also like Folklore and Evermore so much because of the Bonnie Bear touch, <laughs> too. Yeah. My thing with Folklore and Evermore is they're beautiful on their own, um, but they're fictional. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they're probably influenced by her like personal experience somewhat, but they are... It's like this fictional world. So on its own, like as an individual project, being these two albums, um, I think they're great. But if you put Midnight's against all of her other like biographical, autobiographical, sorry, albums, it stands on its own. Yeah. 
No, I agree because Folklore and Evermore I want to listen to from start to finish because yeah. they all relate. But like when you want to play the Taylor Swift complete collection, you might leave those off. Right. Like if you're go if you're in your feels, whether that's happy, sad, confused, lonely at the same time, <laughs> there's a song for that. And it's not it's likely not on folklore. And this is coming from somebody who named their child after a song on folklore. <laughs> Um, next round, I just mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you have to compare Midnight's to her more autobiographical stuff, mm-hmm. and in that case, I just think it's top tier. Like it's definitely top three for me. I have a really hard time personally <laughs> ranking the albums because me they too. each. I like them all for different reasons. Like, when someone's like, well, what's your favorite one? It's hard when you grew up with her, too, though. Because it's like, you listen to those albums at such, like, when you're when you're growing up, two, three years is, like, such a long time between albums. Yeah. So it's like, there's, it's like different stages. You heard different albums. So. Like, yeah, like, I remember going to get the new one every time and then that new one becoming my favorite yeah i guess it's probably like a three-way tie between reputation red and speak now but then there's 1989 i don't know what's hard (laughs) i don't believe in ranking personally but for the fun of it i think it would be in no particular order Yeah, in no particular order, Midnight, Beat Now. Oh, fuck. I really hope we get a explicit version of Better Than Revenge. Yes. Um, I don't think I can narrow it to three because Red and Lover like both have to make it on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, duh. <sighs> fuck. I forgot about Lover. It's hard. Lover, though, I think I'll always have... I love it, obviously. But it's really, really tough for me because I'm never going to recover from the loss that was Lover Fest. Yeah. Brings up, just, brings up some bad memories. This connotation that will always be there. She's going to be singing Cornelia Street Live and we're going to be like, This could have been a doer! I just re rewatch the Paris show live over and over, pretending. Oh my god, Paris Cornelia Street mashup. Quick, send that to Taylor Nation right now. <laughs> Someone needs to make that for me. Somebody on TikTok will. Yeah, for sure. We have to do a, probably another episode deep diving into all of the. Um, Secret meanings. Secret meanings and just the, I want to say ethos. It's not really ethos. It's the epitome of Midnight's, I guess, and just everything about it. Um, There's been a lot of TikToks of people, like, pairing songs from Midnight's to songs from other eras because these are supposedly songs that she wrote throughout the course of, like, her career. In um, the Series XM interview, that these are all just concepts she had. She never actually fully wrote any lyrics for any of these until oh. now. 
Okay. So. So still like concepts and feelings that she felt. Back then, yeah. Back then, so um, people have tried to like read the songs into their eras. Would be fun to like see our takes on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll keep pondering. I'm curious if next time, if we'll have different a different top three of. Oh, it's been like five days, six days. That's true. Has your top three evolved? Well, to be fair, I've been, I haven't listened since Friday until today. Ah, That's fine. I was having some, some hard hard time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I went for a two hour walk and just. Really gave it a listen, so. Okay, maybe you'll agree with my better than folklore. Yeah, I might in time. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not ready. (laughs) You gotta give it a good car listen. You gotta Mm -hmm. freaking crank midnight rain while you're driving and come back to me. (laughs) That's my next plan. (laughs) Um, Karma, although she's not in my top three, is also probably one of the all greatest songs that Taylor's ever written just because it is so over vigilante shit yeah karma is just so her I don't know how to explain like it's just like if Taylor if I think of Taylor Swift I'm gonna think of karma just one of the songs yeah anyways that's what you don't you need to listen to it I have, just not as no, much I know. as I would have hoped by now. I was just having a hard time circling back. To That's it. fair. We don't want negative association. <laughs> no, I didn't want it to be fully associated. So, like, I went on my nice walk, froze my buns off. It's cold That's here. Crazy. I like, want to put on folklore. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, cheers. Next one's either going to be an LA trip recap or 2003 part two. Who knows? Where is something? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cheers. Cheers.